years ago, most betting websites started to offer lines on a Little League World Series. And while betting on 12-year-olds is a little taboo, I'm not going to act like I'm above it. It's proven to be one of my most profitable sporting events all year, mostly because no one's got a clue what's going on. There's no analytic data on this kind of stuff. The odds makers are essentially taking shots in the dark. By far, my favorite thing about it, though, is these kids aren't celebrities. None of them really have over 300 Instagram followers, so they actually see their DMs. Do a little research, find one of their pages, and you can get one of these kids to throw a game for like a $30 PlayStation Store gift card. Oh, I guess that's true. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast. <laughs> News, narratives, takes, gambling. It's Friday, football Friday. We'll talk about the preseason, etc. But baseball starts today. That was a TikTok, which is a social media app for those of you who uh, live your lives out there. Read Lines is the guy. And uh, yeah, why don't you slide into some children's DMs and get him to throw... Get, get him to throw a Little League baseball game. I love it. That's so funny. We were going to talk about the NFL coming up. Got uh, Tom Brady took a planned leave of absence for all of the shitty parts of training camp. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's serious. Who knows? But we're going to start today with the Field of Dreams game. And uh, so the Field of Dreams game happened last year. It was a big success. Baseball's like, it's so boring. What are we going to do? So during the pandemic, they planned this thing where they would create a baseball field in Iowa and they would play a Field of Dreams game where, like, the fence is the corn and whatever. In this game, they created, like, a real fence with the bullpen and all this other crap, and it wasn't as cool as, like, a home run actually going into the corn. Last year was cool. It was also an epic game between two incredibly good teams, the White Sox and the Yankees. There was a walk-off home run. This year, they created a fucking baseball field. Look at that. There's, like, a fence. Come on. But then it got weirder. Um, not that like, I love the idea. It was a really fun hunky door, but the, the fence ruins it. We can a real baseball game. There are 162 of these. If you lose, the Cubs and the Reds, the two most irrelevant teams in professional baseball right now, lose a game because a ball might have gone in at weight height. Like, hey, if it goes into the corner at any level, you should have caught it. <clears throat> Whatever. That's not the thing that we need to talk about. The thing we need to talk about is that there was a Harry Carey hologram. There was a Harry Carey hologram to sing the seventh inning stretch. Check this out. It is so weird. Look at him. I hate this so much. I hate, I hate this so much. This is so creepy. I mean, look at him. That's not, no, absolutely not. Nope. Nope. But there were some cool things that happened in the game as well. Uh, it's just so, like, that is no. Here's the entrance. The entrance will give you chills. So like, they're walking through the corn. But again, there's a fence. It's a fucking fence. No. God. Ruin stuff. This is just a clip from the movie. America is ruled by like an army of steamrollers. Uh-huh. It's been erased like a blackboard, <sighs> rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. Uh, true. The movie, many, many times better than most baseball games I'll ever play. What a cool movie. God, what a cool movie. I haven't made my wife watch that yet, but I am going to. Here's Joey Votto on first base chopping it up. Let me tell you something. Whenever Wilson's here, he is so grumpy. <laughs> he, he is so grumpy. He won't talk to me. And so uh, I usually have to tell him, 
how good of a swing it was, how much I like his game, how happy I am for him and his brother. That's uh, Joey Votto talking about Wilson Contreras. Uh, the Cubs and the Reds both have C's as logos, and they did the old school uniforms to so the C thing. That that annoyed me more than it probably should have. Alas, the Field of Dreams game, Field of Dreams game was a success. Allegedly, I can't get over the fence. Like, but the, the corn is the point. We are either playing pond hockey or we are not. What are we doing? Stop pretending like the game mattered. It didn't. Can can we just have a couple game baseball games every year where you have to deal with stuff? Remember when there used to be a hill in the Astros Park and like, oh, I got rid of all the cool stuff. I have breaking college football news. Breaking news. Arrogant Nation peace sign has created the all the all American all name team. These are real names for real college football players. Let's start by reading them. On offense, from Oklahoma, General Booty. Running back, Tank Bigsby. Running back, Javinsky Schlenbaker from Wazoo. Also known as Washington State. Wide receiver, Boogie Knight. Wide receiver, Booby Curry. Wide receiver, DeColdis Crawford. Side note, DeColdis Crawford, DeColdist, signed an NIL deal with an HVAC air conditioning company in Omaha. Love that. DeColdis Crawford. Okay, tight end, Jaeger Bull. This is fucking real. Dylan Deathrage from Western Michigan is the offensive line. There's the offensive line. Dylan Deathrage, wing green. Like wing from a bird, green. Wing green. UNLV at center, Tiger Shanks, Panda Askew from Charlotte, and Malasala Avue Lauila from Oregon. I got most of that right. I'm pretty sure I've heard his name pronounced. Defensive line, Shita Sila from Boston College. Shita Sila is how it's spelled, like shit, like taking a shit. Shita Sila, but I think it's Shita Sila. Then on the, uh, the next defensive lineman, Demon Clowney from Ole Miss. Blanzen Lano Wong from Arizona State. Fish McWilliams. Oh, my God. God, what a name. Fish McWilliams. But the winner for me, not even close, is at linebacker from Wyoming, Buck Coors. From Wyoming. <laughs> linebacker Hot Rod Fitton, Bumper Pool from Arkansas. Now defensive backroom, Storm Duck, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Ephesians Prysock, and Major Burns. Oh, my God. The special teams are Bubba Baxa and Patty Turner. God damn, that's fucking funny. <sighs> What a, a buck course. DeColdis Crawford. I love this. College football starts sometime down the road. We'll talk about that when it's relevant. Texas is not going to be good or back. The most important thing that happened yesterday was an abomination in the National Football League. In a preseason game between the New York Football Giants and the New England Patriots, a bit of good defense by a cornerback from the New York Giants. And then something tragic happened. Something egregious. Something offensive. I'm going to play it for you now. Backside. And you're going to call taunting for throwing both hands up? Look at, now it's one thing to stand over a player. He makes the incomplete symbol. Look at, here's another angle. Guys, the taunting rule is back. It's entirely possible... It is entirely possible that the NFL is using the preseason to tell people that they don't want taunting in the league anymore. They want you to be done with it. That is possible. It is also possible that Aaron Robinson, what I'm assuming is a fifth-string cornerback, got called for taunting, and that this entire year, we're going to have to fucking deal with this. 
they're grown men. They're grown men. They're grown men. Let them talk shit. They're grown ass men. They have families. And also, they're almost never really offended by it. It's their workplace. You want that in the game. God, old white people. What are we doing? Talk shit. Give me drama. Is it too much to ask for? Yesterday, Tua Tagovailoa had a pass that was viewed some 4 million times by the internet. Let's watch it. And there he goes, and it lands about somehow five yards short of the receiver who was super wide open. So that's good. Apparently, the Browns are interested in Jimmy Garoppolo because they know Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. Deshaun Watson knows that he's going to be suspended and has offered to settle with the NFL for an eight-game suspension and a $5 million fine, which is really stupid because if that's a last-ditch effort to settle, it's it would seem to me that he knows it's going to be significantly worse than that, and he's just trying his darndest. Not to miss an entire season. But that's what's in the cards. Okay, preseason football tonight. Let's look at the lines for you degenerates out there. 6.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the year of our Lord. The Atlanta Falcons are in Ford Field to take on your Detroit Lions. The Lions are one-point underdogs. That makes this a toss-up. What the hell? Okay, hold on. What is happening? So the Lions are minus 120. Fandle, what the fuck is this? So the Lions are minus 120 right here. Put on the bet slip. You can see it. So the Lions are minus 120. Okay. And that's whatever. But the Falcons, and this is minus one plus one. So the Falcons have to win by win, just win the game. And the Lions have to lose by one. And they win, and it's minus 120 and minus 100. But the money line is minus 110 even. What? There's money to be made. I need to investigate this. So I want to bet on the Lions, but the juice is shitty. So just bet on them to win the game. Because if plus one is a tie, so you get the push too. What the fuck? So bet on the, the Lions money line game mathematically is the play. This is weird and stupid. Huh. Okay. Cleveland Browns at Jacksonville Jaguars. This game is important because allegedly Deshaun Watson will be there and starting on purpose. Jacksonville has already played a preseason game, so we expect starters to play. Jacksonville should be favored by significantly more than one and a half. That's an easy-peasy win. Again, market inefficiencies. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing the New York football Jets. The Eagles have a good backup and a good third-string quarterback, but I suspect we might see Carson Strong, their little project. The Jets, I don't know what Robert Sala and the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree do. It's a minus one and plus one. So again, we see the Eagles are have better juice. It's minus 105 for the Eagles to win, but it's minus 110 on the money line. Pick them against the spread. What the fuck is going on? Am I high? Okay, so the Bengals and the Cardinals, and this is are these still today? These are all today. So the Bengals are playing the Cardinals in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by minus two. So this is a better situation because then if they're favored to win by two, then the money line reflects that. Okay, what is what is happening? The San Francisco 49ers are big favorites, like sort of big favorites, minus two and a half. See, nobody knows what's happening here. And these are just the, the money lines. The spreads are the thing. The, the bookmakers have no, they, they can't wrap their minds around that no one's going to score. I don't even know what the final score was from last night because I'm trying to live my life. Let's look, Tennessee. Preseason unders always hit. So last night, the preseason total, the Ravens won again, which by the way, they've won 20-something consecutive 
preseason games. The Harbaugh's are so annoying. I just want to slap them right in their face. So the Titans lose to the Ravens 23 to 10, which makes it 33. And that under would hit on, let me count all the games are coming. One, two, three, four. So four out of five, five out of six, six out of seven, seven out of eight, eight out of nine, eight out of 10, nine out of 11, nine out of 12. So of all of these games, this would hit on 10 out of 13 games that under would have hit. They just hammer unders. If you see an over under at 35 or higher, just, you know, just do them all. P- shit, parlay them. Make it the preseason is boring parlay. So like there's, this is, I swear to God, the preseason is where you can make money to bankroll your entire mess. Cause the NFL statistically is the hardest place to make money in major professional sports betting. But this preseason thing is crazy. They just can't like Kansas city versus Chicago. They have a Chicago bears in a game where Kansas city may or may not play Patrick Mahomes. And they have some old man backup that I forget who the backup in Kansas city is. And the Chicago bears are a joke. And the over under is 37 and a half. Yeah, there's, there's money to be made tonight. I like that too. Chicago. That's easy under, under 37 and a half. Yeah. So the bets I have up right now, lions, they're going to play their starters for a series Jags. They are one game ahead of the schedule in the Browns and also booing Deshaun Watson. That's going to be a shit show. So lions spread Jags spread Eagles spread and the bears under those are my best bets. God, the preseason is bananas, man. Let's show on the bet slip for you there. What are we doing? I don't understand. Look at that. There's a bet slip. <sighs> football season is here. We have college football Week zero coming up in a couple of weeks. I'll be in Canada for a wedding at some point. Lord help us all. Be back and better than ever on Monday. We're going to review some of the gambling things that happened. Also, Daily Fantasy. We'll talk about Daily Fantasy. Fantasy football preview is going to be next week, which is when you should be considering actually having a draft. Like, rate, review, subscribe. See you Monday. Monday.